Welcome to another episode of the Crown and Collars podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Sick Johnston on Instagram, Facebook. I don't really know her like that. And for tonight, I will be praise be to God that Rona is going around the Trump administration. Rona, do your thing. And I'm joined by... I'm Side-Eye, a.k.a. Simon the Osteen, Sultan of Chill, a.k.a. Is to me Salem, a.k.a. Yo, Justin Bieber looking dusty as fuck, man. That nigga de- must be sleeping in a car or something. He de- <laughs> he definitely looks like he was he look he definitely looks like he was sleeping in his car before he came into some money. Like he looks like he was sleeping in his car last night. <laughs> right? Like could you like he is like we we are not that far removed from when he first came onto the music scene. As that little boy that Usher was mentoring with that baby song featuring Ludacris, which honestly was about minus Ludacris. Uh, and now he just looks like every redneck that's wife is also his second cousin. Well, I guess that's where um, Bianca will be joining us later. Yes, our sister is still out there in these streets helping the protesters, doing the work, um, making making her mark known in the revolution as a, as a supporting role. And again, everybody in the revolution, if you got to know your place and know your stripes. Um, you got to know your role and play it well. And Bianca is doing that. So our sister might join us later. She might not. Hopefully she does. But just know that B is um, out here. Um, Honestly, the activists of the of the podcast, if you will, uh, me and Will just two pieces of shit. But you know what? We call it battle. Speak for yourself, my friend. Uh, sir, 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 sir. <laughs> Half of the damn show titles be shit you don't see. <laughs> there are receipts, as we were talking about in the pregame. There are receipts. I am a multi-talented individual, however, <laughs> multi-talented. <laughs> Okay. Okay, we won't go for. Okay, we won't say trash. We'll say compost. How about that? There is great potential. Let's call it potential. <laughs> we are all individuals with a great amount of potential. <laughs> so you saying you like Gohan before Kira Toriyama ruined his character? I would say I have my moments where I am like Neo in the Matrix when that nigga knew he was the one, but he was like, I ain't the one. Well, he he was the one, but he didn't want to be the one. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. That's it's, fair. it's 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 uh, as I get older, I develop a deeper understanding of why he wanted to be left the fuck alone. Honestly, yeah, because the the responsibility of caring about these niggas is is the ghetto. To be honest, listen, they got to come with some money. It needs to come with a car, a free house, some benefits, uh, health insurance, vision, and dental. Donations, gifts, charity. <laughs> Cause uh, this free this free labor of caring about you niggas when a lot of you niggas don't deserve it is whoo. Mm. I'm just like good to hell luck everybody. But this this Justin Bieber shit is is uh, it's 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 like we we I feel like we're just gonna have to just take a moment and let it play out. Um. Because Justin got receipts, but he also he well he he came up with receipts for one of the yeah. incidents. Yeah, he made up some receipts in his head. Um, uh, he posted some receipts, but 
We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we were. I mean, this wasn't first on the docket, but since we're here and talking about him, um, yeah. Well, it's listen. It ain't our fault. He's the one out here who chose to look like that. Right. Yeah. 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 He definitely. He definitely chose to look like every white cashier at the gas station of a sundown town. I'm the, I'm concerned about what how things are at the house because he looks like there is no love in his home. Yeah, he looks like Jeff Fox. He looks like Justin Bieber trying to look like Jeff Foxworthy, and it doesn't work for him. He, he, exactly. Because only Jeff Foxworthy can look like Jeff Foxworthy. Exactly. Justin Bieber. Just, Justin Bieber just looked nasty, man. Yeah, he looks like he look he looks like every dirty white boy you can imagine. He looks like he looks like if he looks like if Post Malone. And what's the white boy name? He looks like he's trying to channel Tommy Lee. Yes, he looks like if Post Malone and Tommy Lee had a baby. And lost in Arelco. Call him Justin Lee. Hmm. But anyway, enough about his look. Post Justin Lee. The <laughs> Post Justin Lee. <laughs> Show title. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Uh, but enough about what the motherfucker looks like. Uh, let's talk about what he's accused of doing. Um. Two women have, have accused Justin Bieber of sexual assault and have shared their respective experiences with the musician on social media. On June 20th, a woman identified as Danielle posted about her alleged assault on Twitter, detailing how she met Bieber at an Austin music event uh, in March 2014. Um, uh, trigger warning. Um, Quote, my friends and I were enjoying ourselves the entire night. A man then approached me and my friends and asked if we wanted to meet Justin. Of course, we said yes. Bieber hung out with the group for a bit and invited them to them all to accompany him and invited them to um, his room back at his back, his room back at the Four Seasons. Um, Justin made me agree to not say anything to anyone or I could get in serious legal trouble. Danielle, who was 21 at the time, explained. Um, then it goes into details um, that I do not feel comfortable sharing and um, do not want to um, trigger any of our listeners any more than we already have. Um, then um, Bieber decided to get on Twitter um, and ba- and bring up his ex Selena Gomez as like an alibi, um, which. Honestly, kind of backfired because Twitter pulled the fastest this you I've ever fucking seen. Um, they was like, one, this ain't got shit to do with Selena. This got shit to do with you. Second, Selena ha- has been on record in documentation saying that how while y'all was together, um, not only were you cheating, you was also emotionally abusive. So I don't think trying to use the woman you emotionally abused, allegedly, um, is the best alibi nigger, uh, white nigger. So... From Mifflin County. Mif- did you... Did you did you just say Mifflin County? Mifflin County, USA. Mifflin County, USA. You know what? Looks like a representative, to be honest. Yeah, he definitely looks... He- <laughs> just, just a sack of walking misdemeanors. A sack of walking misdemeanors. He looks like that crack that Rusty was smoking at 20. That's what All he right. looks like. Too- <laughs> oh, it applies, David. Because, because it applies. Um, 
But yeah, yeah now for Selena's sake, not Justin's, because honestly, I was gonna fuck about Justin. Um, for Selena's sake, I hope she comes out and says, um, "Look here, I don't know her. Please leave me out of this. Thank you so much." And listen, just drop the Mariah Carey gift. Just I don't know her. I don't know her. I do not know her. And then leave put your phone alone. on D and D. That's right. <laughs> put a phone on D and D. Um. That was the first woman on June 20th. A second woman accused Bieber of assault. A woman named Candy claims Bieber's bodyguard invited her up to his hotel room after a New York City meeting greet in May 2000, excuse me, May 2015 for several people, including Disney star uh, Kyle Massey, who also, because me and Bianca uh, covered this a while ago, Kyle Massey, who also is... Um, an alleged rapist um, and underage alleged statutory rapist at that. So, mm, mm. Birds of a feather. Mm, mm. Need to shave the mustaches together. <laughs> like, oh, listen, listen, um, listen, there is no type when it comes to people, mostly men, but people who are predators, but Bieber and Kyle Messi definitely have the mustache like if you had to ascribe it to a type it would be that like disney villain ass mustache that they got because justin bieber's mustache looks like looks like motherfucker you know damn well i don't belong here and kyle message just ain't got no drip on top of being a predator actually i think kyle went to jail so I don't even think I need to say allegedly. I it's been a minute. I forget what episode that was. Me and Bianca covered that, but uh, he went to jail for that shit. So again, birds of a feather. <clears throat> but anyway, um, Kyle was present. Um, Candy met out with Bieber on a couch, but things took a turn when he locked them in a bathroom and began um, doing things that again I will not repeat because I don't want to trigger uh, listeners any more than I already have. So I just stopped there. But I'll let you. I'll let your imagination fill in the blanks. Um, two women back-to-back accusing Justin Bieber. I don't defend no goddamn body. Um, I believe victims until I don't have a reason to. Um, and even then, I still have my laser eye focused on the accused, um, the person that is alleged to be a predator, because you never know these motherfuckers. Um, and by the company that um, Mr. Bieber keeps, I'm just, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. So, it's not looking good for the Beeb. That, um, I saw that, I was just doing my a swift Google on Kyle Maxey, and that, mm. you, no drip. No, drip he has no drip at all. Drip is dry. No, none, like, he is like the most swaggerless nigga I think I've ever seen in my damn life. Mm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think, like, like on top of the fact that he's an abuser, right? Like, he is an abuser. Let's put that at the forefront, right? Like, fuck him on that. Aside from that, he is the most swaggerless nigga I think I've ever seen. Like, even, like, I mean, just, I mean, let, like, let's be real. Like, just think about blackness, right? Like, just think about us as niggas. Even the corniest of us got some kind of drip somewhere. This nigga Kyle ain't got shit. 
Like you could put him in the most dripped out clothes. You could put this motherfucker in fresh linen. You could put this motherfucker in that goddamn robe that Diddy had on making the band, and he still would be swaggerless. But then they get some Corinthian leather, and he would still he would find a way to dry it out. It would be Lamethian leather. Leather is what it would be. It'd turn into vinyl. It, you, <laughs> all right. All right. <sighs> okay. But you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, so another news, um uh <laughs> um Louisiana rapper Hurricane Chris, whose real name is Christopher Dooley, has been charged with second degree murder in connection with a shooting that took place in Shreveport, uh, Los Angeles early. I mean not Los Angeles, Louisiana, early Friday, local police confirmed to variety. Dooley, best known for his 2007 hit A Bay which I guess now you can say AKA, but well, <laughs> I, it was right there. I'm sorry. It was right there. AKA, AKA, it, it was right there. Uh, he AKA, was arrested for Friday. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested Friday morning and charged with one count of second degree murder and one count of illegal possession of stolen things after the shooting, which took place shortly after 1 a.m. at a convenience store in the city. According to the police report, officers arrived to find a man who had been shot multiple times. He died after being taken to a local hospital. The investigator said that Dooley claimed the shooting was in self-defense after the alleged struggle over a vehicle that he claimed was his but the officers later learned did not belong to him and was stolen from its owner in Texas. How the hell are you gonna lie to the cops, lie to the police about owning a cop as owning a car as if they're not the police who can't like run the information on the vehicle? Right. Like fuck the police, but like when they do their job right, they do their job. <laughs> like, like, hey, well, yeah, fuck the police, but also use some goddamn discernment with the police. Right. Because they damn sure did the sermon on you. Like, everybody in this situation cannot be stupid. Correct. Like, somebody has to be smart. And it's a damn shame when the police Or at least undumb. You know what? I like that. Undumb. I like that. Put that in your back pocket, friend. We probably have to pull that out again. I like that. Undumb. Because the police were definitely undumb in this, which is a damn shame when I can say the police were undumb. Because, again, fuck the police. Um, also, you know damn well self-defense don't work for niggas. <laughs> the fuck? Listen, self you, you got to set up the scene like police do. <laughs> right? Listen, learn from that enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, let, can I just say that he got the like most nigga-ass name I think I've ever heard, Christopher Dooley. Dooley, that is a nigga-ass name. That sound that, like a nigga that Young Drow would rap about on the mixtape. Drow. I can't. I, I I had it, but I don't have the flow like Young Young Joe do. I had it though. It was on the tip of my tongue, but I couldn't do it. He would find some way to 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 take that nigga's name and then talk about a rainbow colored Porsche Panamera in the same sentence in the same bar. Yeah, cause cause it's just how he just it's just how he is. He gonna do it's, it anyway, cause that's just how he is. It's it's just drug. He just invent colors and shit. It's, yeah, he just okay. invent colors. I like like Crayola runs him his money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know him. King, honestly. Know him. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll keep an eye on this story. We'll see if the charges stick. Um, but it looks like A-Bay Bay will be doing some 
time behind bars because of that AKA. Yeah, um, and you know, it's it, everything just feels very like because Mercury is is retrograde, so Mercury and the Henny and the Kool Aid, and oh, um, Mercury in the double barrel. It seems like yeah, because it, it just feels like with this with this Justin Bieber and this and a lot of the shit that's going on, we're gonna have to wait for the other shooter to drop before we have like clarity and before we can drag people appropriately. But somebody who we don't need to wait for further clarity in order to drag them appropriately is just a brief aside. Did you see that picture of Zuri trying to do LeBron's hair? No, I did not. I'm going to send it to you. No, I did not. Because I, feel, I feel like Zuri would be dragging, dragging the whole family, to be honest. I, I'm so sure about it because the she way that she... All these niggas. The way that she was looking at that man's head and the way LeBron was just looking defeated, like... I mean, because, I mean, we could be honest at this point. Like, LeBron, just let it go. You got to shave that shit off, man. Let it go. Let it go. Like, the song in Move Frozen, just let it go. Like, you got to let it go. Like, because even because Zuri was like, I don't, I, I don't know if I can do anything with this shit. Daddy. Zuri was like, what is this, honey? What is this? He's like, I need clippers. I, clippers, fuck Clippers. She need one of them goddamn. She need one of them damn swords from Tales of Symphonia. That's what the fuck she need. She need Laura Urban on her side. That's what she need. She need that thing that Kevin Durant be using to brush his hair. Well, you know we don't know. Well, we don't know what kind of alien technology Kevin Kevin to be using. He uses a grill brush. <laughs> them hard ass peas in his head. That's a grill brush. Only a grill brush can do that. Well, I mean, that would explain why I got charcoal in his head. So you, you're right. You're right. Uh, speaking of some charcoal and speaking of somebody that also needs to get dragged, it's not looking good for Jimmy Kimmel. It is not. Uh, side note, check your phone. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel in this. Uh, speaking of speaking of people who have no dread. <laughs> Braun. <laughs> Braun. Bro, you have to let it go. <laughs> LeBron's transformation into Deroy Lindo is almost complete. You you know the fuck. <laughs> we'll fuck you. <laughs> Yo, he looks like Vachita in this damn picture. <laughs> we gonna see you in a Crooklyn remake, LeBron? I'd right. Out of all the damn movies that motherfuckers been remaking, remake Crooklyn. Listen. Cro- <laughs> gonna be crooklin in that nigga's jersey number. <laughs> crooklin two three, two, <laughs> two three the la- the longitude the latitude of that motherfucker's ally, <laughs> bro. Um, this shit on several different continents, bro. Why your damn hell? Li- why your damn hell looking like the proud lands after Scar took over, bro? What is this? You hear any social security, LeBron? <laughs> Zuri looking like I don't know what. What am I supposed to do with this? Zuri looking like you should have put a mask on your head, Daddy. <laughs> your listen, hair got your, corona. Listen, I'm about to say his scalp got corona. Mm. God damn. Anyway, uh, Jimmy Kimmel is in a bunch of um, hot water as of late. Um, he's reportedly used the N word, uh, but a lot of his past problematic shit is being resurfaced, uh, from using the N word to. Um, Making light of Megan Fox coming forward um, of her story of sexual assault and abuse. Um, it's not looking good for the Kimster. Not looking good at all. Um, Jimmy Kimmel, um, who I love the shade of this damn post, honestly. 
Jimmy Kimmel, who urged at the time Arnold to release an alleged N-word type of President Donald Trump in 2018, admitted years ago that he imitated Snoop Dogg, rapper Snoop Dogg's voice for a track in 1996 Christmas album, an original song in which Kimmel used the N-word several times. The admission came in a 2013 podcast obtained this week. Um, in the podcast, Jim Kimmel um, also changed his speech pattern in an attempt to adopt the voice of black comedian George Wallace. And the host, Adam Corona, called Kimmel's, quote, crazy black voice. Kimmel acknowledged to imitating black people on other occasions as well. Kimmel, who is slated to host the Emmy Awards this year, announced last week that he's taken some off amid a brewing blackface controversy for which he has not issued an apology thus far. Um, Snoop Dogg and George, this motherfucker knew what he was doing. Yeah, he did. He knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. George Wallace. Mm. Motherfucker was impersonating George. Okay. Right, George Wallace, who was one of the blackest niggas to have ever blackened before. That he was mad that he couldn't impersonate him and the governor at the same fucking time. <laughs> right. Um, but to be fair, not in not in fairness to Jimmy, but to be fair, this makes sense because you know, this is kind of this reminds me of the same vein as um Kevin when Kevin Hart's old uh, homophobic tweets got pulled up it, it feels like the awards was like look get in front of this shit now cuz the internet lives forever and we are in the age of receipts get ahead of it now apologize now address it now so it won't come up later and get ahead of it and Jimmy was like you know what I'm good love enjoy I'm gonna spend time with my family he has a family the uh as apparently I don't know. I don't know if they love him or not, though. Because I mean, could you imagine being around Jimmy Kimmel? No. Um, moving right along. <laughs> like, like on top of him being racist, like he just seems he always seemed annoying as fuck to me. And that was even before. That's even before you get to him being problematic. He just always he, seemed annoying as fuck. He seems like the person who needs to say the things that need to stay in your head because you're supposed to delete certain things out of your head before they come out of your mouth. Yeah, you know, he always looks like he's one syllable away from you punching him in the face. I was just about to... <laughs> Great minds, friend. Great minds. We in sync. Great minds. Great niggy minds. Come on, come on, niggy synthesis. Because Jimmy Kimmel looks exactly like, like, I bet all the black folk working with him is like, this cracker got one more motherfucking time. That's why he's taking the summer off, because them niggas is ready to whoop his ass. Yeah, because apparently, again, from the article, it says Kimmel, Kimmel, um, quote, apparently has disregarded calls to apologize for the blackface controversy. A representative from ABC and his talk show did not respond to multiple requests for comment from any news outlets uh, Sunday and Monday. So he, he thinks we're just going to forget that this should happen. Pretty much. Imagine what imagine how it's gonna go when uh when he decides to try and squeak back onto the scene and 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 niggas are immediately ringing his bell for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You but think the you reason Snoop I was saying, something, motherfucker? Right. But the reason I was saying is like this I mean, even though it was stupid when you niggas were saying it when Kevin Hart got called to the carpet, 
it, this is they not just trying to quote unquote tell black man down. They doing this for the white man too. Like get ahead, get ahead of your old problematic shit because you got a gig coming up. And just humble yourself enough to apologize and let yourself be dragged. And Jimmy is going the Kevin Hart route and like, fuck it. Honestly, I'll say he going worse than Kevin Hart because he ain't even acknowledging it. Well, Kevin Hart is about as tall as his tweets, so he had to acknowledge that shit. That, that's true. That's true. But damn, you've been racist stemming back from 1996, nigga, though. Like, goddamn, Jimmy. That's some ballsy shit. You was impersonating Snoop from back in the day. And in 96? Just letting nigga fly off your tongue. In 96. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Well, you know, trash takes out itself, so. And a word. Because Jimmy Kimmel don't go that hard. Yeah. He don't now snap. we see why. He got all that racism underneath the surface. Correct. He don't slap. I bet next time you learn how to stay in your Caucasian ass place. Okay. Because you, listen, you called it perfectly. He 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 looks like that motherfucker who is one sentence away from getting punched in his face. Yep. By everybody, not just one person. By everybody. At the same time, like people line up and start taking tickets. Right. They'd be like, "Yo, leave leave a little bit, leave him conscious, because I don't want to get this nigga a concussion." Tickets to brick it. Tickets to brick it. Cause he definitely he looks like he looks like the type of person that would like if you get like if he get hit in the face with a brick you would just turn your head and be like you he would it would be like it would be like that on uh, that gift of Mimi eating her burrito just just chewing and minding her business yep you ask yep. the brick if the brick want to press charges and keep it moving absolutely the brick need a witness does the brick need a lawyer does the brick require representation would the brick like reparations. Would would the brick like a sausage biscuit with some free Starbucks? There you go. Um, last well, not last thing. Um, Brett in unexpected news. Um, Brett Fall says Colin Kaepernick's willingness to leave his NFL career to fight for social justice um makes him a hero. Um, in an interview with TMZ, um, uh, which is probably the second most, um, the second greatest evil we need to defeat after the shade room. Um, but now nah, Brett had an interview with TMZ and he, Brett said that his, that Colin remind him, reminds him of Pat Tillman's ultimate sacrifice. And now he's telling, uh, TMZ that he thinks both will be remembered as heroes. The Hall of Fame QB spoke about Colin this week and uh, said straight up he believes Ka- Kaepernick will go down as a legend for what he's done to combat systemic racism. Um, it's quote, it's not easy for a guy his age, black or white, Hispanic, whatever, to stop something you've always dreamed of doing and put that on hold, maybe forever, for something that you believe in, um, Fall said. Brett told us uh, – he believes it's very similar to what Tillman did when he left the NFL to fight for his country in the army in aftermath of 9-11. Um, he said, quote, I can only think off, I can only think of, damn, Brett, you can't really formulate sentences. Um, I can only think of right off the top of my head, Pat Tillman is another guy that did something similar. Oh, oof. Uh, <laughs> I said, and I we regard him bro. as a, uh, he tried. He tried. 
and we regard him as a hero. So I so I'd assume that hero status will be stamped on Kaepernick as well. End quote. Um, I mean, maybe in Brett's. Okay, to us and Brett, Cap is a hero. Yes. Now to the you just surprised Mr. Wrangler Jeans was the one who said it. Right, because I mean we know how them Wrangler uh, quarterback wearing QBs, you know, wearing them them all matter Yeah, we know how the all lives matter jeans QBs get down. <clears throat> True breeze. But um <clears throat> yeah, I yeah, I'm surprised, but I mean again, to us niggas, Cap is a hero. Um, those of us who are not coons, he's a hero. Uh, to Brit, he's a hero. Now, will Cap be remembered as a hero by the general populace? Uh, I don't know. Because racism. I mean, he should. But again, yeah, racism. I'm starting to feel like we, as black people, have to be a bit more aggressive in preserving our culture and our history and stop allowing white people to whitewash all over all, over all the shit that matters to us. Um, because it's not their history that they're vandalizing. It's ours, and that's unacceptable. Yeah. I agree. I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more, my friend. But, um, I mean, good on Brett for supporting um, Cap. Um, again, I think comparing him to Pat and praising the Army is kind of like... Awkward. It's very awkward. It's, it's very... It's very um, office jiff cringe worthy, but it's, I get where Brett was coming from. He tried. Yeah. He tried. Yeah, he tried. Yeah, he he absolutely tried. So, I mean, it's Brett. I mean, I feel like Brett is kind of like mostly everybody's problematic favorite quarterback. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I I think he he he's been around long enough that quite a few people have feelings towards him. I think that's the that's the, the most elegant way I could put it. Fair enough. He's been around and when I what I remember is he him leaving the league damn near fifty looking sixty. So Yeah, he was looking rough. He was looking real rough. I mean the fact that he's still with us is is let's just take that for what it is. Take that take that little blessing in the moment because you want to talk about a motherfucker who got pummeled on the field for a living. Right. They made footballs that didn't take as many hits as Brett Favre. Right. Remember, remember Bounty Gate? Woo! Mm. Talk about he threw that damn interception. The fucking... The color guy on the on the was reacting to it. All I, to this day, all I remember is, if you could have taken a knee and kicked a 56-yard field goal. <laughs> Ooh, boy, you want to talk about keep your eye on a sparrow. God damn. Keep your eye on that defensive back. <laughs> oh, but, well, that's the problem. He couldn't. <laughs> well, I mean, no, that, the, the problem is he had two men coming to him at the same time. That was the problem. <laughs> mm. Throw the ball away. Ooh, Jesus. Oh, mm-mm. All right. Um, trigger warning. Very heavy trigger warning on this last story before we take a break. Um, yeah, we're following up on the story from last week 
uh, where the young lady from Florida was found murdered. Yes, um, Toy and Salou. Yeah. Um, so, the, if this is too heavy for you, fast forward about five minutes because we're gonna, we're not going to dwell on this one. Right. We're going, but we are going to talk about it. So, yes. trigger warning and and fast forward to the break if it's too much for you, which I completely understand. Um, the Florida man charged with the murder of Toy and Salou, a 19 year old Black Lives Matter protester and activist, admitted to admitted to killing her and another woman. Um, police said in court documents by local media, um, Aaron Glee, 49, has been charged with the kidnapping, murder, and sexual assault in the deaths of Salou and 75-year-old Vicky Sims, who was coming to her aid, and he tortured and killed her as well. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to read the details of this case, uh, but just yeah. know. Yeah, don't. It's, 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 but I, just I, know. I am for abolishing the police. I am for abolishing the prisons. I am for burning this shit down and starting anew. However, can we burn him with with it? Yeah. Can we burn him with it? That's that's where I stand with it. Because I read that that article and and it made my stomach turn in ways I didn't know it could turn. It just brought up rage. Yes. Yes. Like I'm I look, listen, while we are on on the road to recovery and um abolishing the cops and prisons, we need to put this motherfucker on the fast lane down to um a swift execution. He has to go. He has to go. That the people like him are just There's no parasites. redeeming that. There's no redemption in that. Because this is a person who who knew good and goddamn well that he did not need to take a person's life, that he did not need to take two people's lives, and he chose to do so anyway. And torture and assault them. So, yeah. Um, my thing is, I'm for abolishing... Really, what I'm for is completely destroying and rebuilding the entire justice system for from the ground up because there's so much trash. But what I am, I'm struggling with is um, we presently live in a society that facilitates the existence of people like this. Um, so what do we do with them? Because it's, it's not safe to have people like this around us. They, there's no decency. There's no... Like, these are just some fucked up shitty ass people out here, man. And like, what do you do with with a person like this who can see so much life before him and decides to snuff it out anyway? Yeah, the lives, the, the, the taking the lives of two people, two women, two black women who were dedicated to improving the lives of others. Like, really so take taking the life of anybody who is who is not a direct danger. Like, this woman wasn't coming at this motherfucker with an axe or something. None of this needed to happen. None of it. So, yeah, express lane to the to the lethal injection for that motherfucker. And um, can we drag LeBron's hair for a minute again? Because that shit looks fucked up, man. It, it, <laughs> it does. It, it absolutely does look fucked Prop up. Prop circles. Cross, <laughs> bronze circles. 
taking Ring James to a whole new level. Our, you know, is, all right. Is that a show title? Possibly. Uh, like very pop, possibly pop a show title. But very possibly <laughs> a show title, Bianca. Cav- Cavalier Crop Circles. <laughs> Cavalier Crop Circles. Write you know it down. I'm writing it the fuck down now. By the way, hey y'all, how y'all doing? I'm back from another day of passing out supplies and goods and things to protesters. Um, this movement has gotten so much more streamlined just for the consistency of people showing up and people knowing what to expect from us and us having expectations of ourselves. So I'm not like lingering into like the nine o'clock hour anymore dealing with this. Um, but it's good. It's good to you know, get people prepared and ready to take it to the streets. So. Yeah, Before we head into the break, Bianca, I do want to ask you a question, something that just popped up. Um, You know, since you've been out there on the front lines, would you, do you feel like um, protests are becoming more of the norm? Like they're becoming something that's more integrated into our daily lives and into our our daily reality? Um, Or do you feel like this is something that's, that's going to peak and go out? Because I'm feeling the former, but I'm not out there like you are. I think it depends on where you are, really, right? Like, you look at a city like, say, Dallas, for instance, right, that doesn't really have, like, a strong, like, union culture and doesn't have very strong, like, like, the thing about living in Dallas is you don't live in Dallas. Everywhere else, you work in Dallas, you socialize in Dallas or whatever. Um, But a city like that doesn't have that, that nuclear, you know, presence of people who protest, people who agitate, people who look to get answers. Like, they exist, yes, but, like, you compare that to a city like Portland or Philadelphia and like it's sort of in the lifeblood of what made these cities go whether they were protesting like in Portland's case for um, blockages of building highway uh, expanded highways to keep the carbon footprint uh, pretty neutral or over in Philadelphia where like their teams just joined in with like the Eagles on their NFL lockout stuff back in the 80s um, and so yeah it just depends um, I think that with places reopening right amidst the virus uh you're gonna see a lot of the people who were doing it as an excuse to get out of the house you're gonna see them drop off because maybe their convictions were never very strong in the first place um and they were just looking to sort of shake up their routine while on some superficial level being able to claim hey i'm on the right side of history here and to be honest, I expect that. So, like, I don't really assign a value to it. It just kind of is. Um, but what I am finding is there is a non-small number of people for whom a paradigm has shifted even just a little bit. And, you know, when you talk about paradigm shifts, everyone is big, even the smallest ones. Um, so I think that more younger people, uh, more strongly convicted people who maybe just thought they might have been, like, on their own, Um are realizing that they are surrounded by people who have their same convictions and their same, like, strength in their convictions more specifically. And I think for those folks, they're going to be taking it to the streets with, like, shocking regularity. Maybe not every single day, because that's, like, no one does, everyone needs to rest. Um, But I think that with the weekend like this, where, like, a lot of things were done for, like, class of 2020 graduates, uh, we had Juneteenth on Friday. Um... And maybe some people took Sunday as a day of rest. And this week, again, with things opening back up and with these protests still happening all the same and, you know, the information still readily disseminated to people who want to partake in them, 
Um, it's going to be real interesting to see how the numbers bear out this week, especially in places where coronavirus cases are actually trended down. I know for me, I'm very uncomfortable with like the whole way everything is reopening so quickly. Um, like the way New York City jumped from phase one to phase two, but we didn't even get a chance for all that, all that data to come in, all the testing data and the effects from the first reopening to come in. Um, it's a bit aggravating to witness, but um, I am noticing that there are more and more people who are not satisfied with just words. They want action. Yeah. And I love seeing that because that's how we get action. Like we need people who, who aren't swayed by pretty words and funny storylines anymore because it's just not enough. Like that's not enough to, to affect real change in our society. Symbolism right, yeah, is same, not activism. Yeah, saying say the name and hashtag activism, it has its reach. Like my thing is everyone's gonna enter this at a different point. I try not to get too wrapped up in the particulars of, oh, well you don't have the conviction I do, so you're not doing it. I try not to be wrapped up in that. Um, what I do dislike just, you know, and I think all of us can sort of agree on this. I dislike the performative activism, the, oh, like I'm showing up to the thing so that I can show that I was out there one time making a difference, yo. Like that shit, I can't countenance, but, um, yeah. And you can tell someone who, someone who knows, you know, Hey, like I want to be on the right side of history and I want to actively do that. Um, I, I don't know all of the ways that people have been fighting for these things in a long time, you know, for a long time. Uh, because, I mean, we've been saying this on this show for, you know, since it, since we first premiered. Um, there have been fights for justice. There have been fights for equality and, you know, for very, uh, very many other um, injustices that, that necessitate activism in the way that we know it. But for those people whose convictions aren't that, you know, rock solid, that ironclad, um, but no, they want to be on the right side of history. It is imperative that they come and that they're willing to be led um, because all too often, and we've seen this, um, you know, where people feel like they can come in and they know they don't know much, but they, but because they are of a class of people, right. Whether that's wealth or like degrees attained or whatever, um, that they have some sort of achievement or some sort of ascription uh, attached to their names that think they can come to a protest and operate it the same way they operate like their Fortune 1000 company or their startup nine to five or their venture capitalist situation or whatever. And it's not the same. It, it, it can't be the same. Um, they democratize differently. They mobilize differently. They strategize differently and they want different results um, city to city, you know, request to request um, leadership format to leadership format. And so when those people swoop in and co-op movements, um, it is seen as a net negative and it is seen as unwanted, undesired, and not preferred by those people who have been on the front lines and have been fighting for these things for a number of years. But if they're willing to be led and they're willing to let their voices be counted in a number that says, hey, I support you know, justice for black lives or I support you know, police reform or police abolishment or you know, whatever the case might be, and, you know, short of that, they're willing to be bodies on the front line protecting the most vulnerable, the most immunocompromised, or what have you. Um, and that's the kind of activism I can get into, again, even if the convictions aren't super strong. Yeah, I, I get that. Because, the, I mean, look, if, if your convictions aren't the strongest, um, then, and you really only have venue to, to show up one or two times, then do it in a way that's going to make a lasting impact. Put some money up. 
Like, right. That's that's really what I have to say. Like, put some put some money up. Um, put some money up. Write to your alderman. Write to your mayor. Write to your council people. Um, find out who those people are and use your privileged voice to enact change for people who don't have privileged voices and who need the bolstering and who need the support. And that doesn't mean, you know, it's like teaching, right? You don't give the kids the answers. You teach them how to get to the answers. Right. Like you um, can, I mean, and even if you do give answers, you still need to show them how, how they can come up with answers on their own because life does not come with an, does not come with an answer kit. You're going to have to just free, put your head down and figure some shit out. Exactly. Um, and yeah, it, it takes all types, right? The thing about the front line is it's the front. Like, like when you're not at the front, you're somewhere else. And it's okay to be somewhere else. It's okay to, you know, like, for example, how I'm, I'm distributing, you know, food and snacks and beverages to people um, or distributing medical supplies. So if you know, like, some CPR or some things like that and you have the ability to be out, you know, to do so. Um, or if you have a law background and you want to be a legal observer like there, there's there's room for that um, yeah, it, it goes back to what we were talking about some weeks ago when we mentioned the same thing you know finding your find your place and mm-hmm. and to just thrive within it uh, because right. what and I, the and one when, thing you know sorry go ahead and, and i mean who knows right you might go from a person who's like oh i'm just out here to you know pass out you know fruits and sandwiches and water to folks to no, I want to take it to the streets. And the hope is you do that enough times and your conviction grows. Yeah. And it becomes one where you become more of a convinced uh, fighter for a cause. Um, and with that, hopefully able to mobilize people around you who maybe have that as a social blind spot or don't know where to start um, because they yeah. do want to help. So because, Yeah, because people really underestimate, like there is really great power in rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm noticing that people are paying attention to that now and not in ways that they weren't like when Ferguson and when other things have happened, like people are, they're not just advocating for their cause, but they're also not reserving mercy for anybody who disrespects those causes. Right. Um, like if you, you, you want to be a celebrity pulling up on some all lives matter type bullshit, you're going to get canceled. Like you're going to get canceled for real. And, yeah, no, there's, there's real there's real stakes now for the first time as well. Um, yeah, like folks are losing money, contracts are being torn up, all types of shit is happening because people are just like, look, we see that you contribute, that by not supporting justice for black people, you are contributing to an unjust society that negatively impacts all of us. Um, because that's the thing, it's like you you can't allow you know you can't allow people to get away with with mistreating black people because it's just black people uh right because even like to to just you know take the focus off of us for a moment but it's like listen if they'll do that to us what makes you think they won't do it to you exactly and that's another thing that people are seeing people who look a lot like them getting roughed up by cops and like oh shit they do have ego issues they do have um constraint concerns and they they don't know how to treat their populace like this is fucked up this is wrong yeah, um, they thought shit was a joke until then police started firing on white people too exactly and they, once that happened oh boy they, listen them cops knocked grandpa down on his ass and 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 folks stops let me find words <laughs> and folks saw what was up oh yeah they 
like you could not see it at that point. That was so blatant, so in your face, and so like patently obvious, you know. And um, and and the reality of it was that those those cops were going to get away with that. They were. They they were going to get away with that. And it's like if if they were going to get away with doing some shit like that that was so blatantly wrong and malicious, what else are they getting away with? Is it really so unreasonable to think that so many police would kill so many unarmed black people without provocation? Well, they they didn't fucked up somebody's grandfather walking past the courthouse. And so what makes you think they won't come for people who are who are 30 and 40 years younger? Right. So we're, we're seeing people for who they are, and we're going to continue seeing people for who they are. And while I wish it wasn't happening in such a fucked up way, I'm just glad that it's finally happening because now we're seeing who can stay and who who gets to come with us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this this is a fight with no like there's no clear end in sight. There's also no narrative arc, right? Like, you know, we're gonna make demands and those demands are gonna get met. We're gonna take it to neighborhoods and we're gonna get people out of their beds and into the streets. Or at least they're going to hear us and they're going to wave at us and acknowledge us. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I'm, I'm fine with protests being a part of, of, of daily life because we just don't live in a country that's just enough for anybody to, to like not want change. Like if you're not protesting, you have to advocate for change in some way or another. Like if it's as simple as just rejecting people who, who don't mesh with you. Like if it's, if the if the most you can do is stop supporting celebrities for like blue lives and all lives and all this right wing bullshit, if that's all you can do, then do the fuck out of that, because one way or another, that's a change, and it's changes like that that contribute to bigger changes down the line. And what we need are big ass major fucking changes. Right. So and we and you know we need both. We need the big changes. We need the little changes. We need people to reach family members and teach them, hey, like the way that certain people treat in this country aren't okay. And hey, the way that those people treat people could be you next. Like we need those changes. We need people to say, oh, you know, we should probably support these sorts of businesses because we don't usually consider, you know, shopping at a, a black owned, you know, restaurant or, you know, seeing a, a you know, a play that has like a black lead in it or something or going to a black community center. Um, but at the at the core of what society needs is like what we need are people more people who are less willing to allow disrespect like to stop allowing all this manipulation and the gaslighting and the bullshit and the stagnancy to just stop allowing it you know stop allowing it in your life be willing to cut people off who who just aren't fucking with change yeah, and people always say, oh, well, if I cut somebody off, they'll go and cause their home elsewhere. And I'm like, no, what you're doing is you're incubating your space as one that is welcoming and, you know, not just tolerant, but appreciative. And what you're doing is you're saying that hatred does not get a breeding ground anywhere that I take up, you know, residency or space or anything. Yeah, because it's like the, the, the real about it is like, hey, before even thinking about other people, like what about your own boundaries? Like what are you doing allowing people around you who disrespect the things that are, um, that are key to who you are? That's poor boundary management. That's compromising the integrity of your own life and your own wellness. Um, how can you continue to make space for things that, that bring you pain? 
Like, how do you continue to make space for toxicity? You know, people um, are, people really fear leaving that shit behind, but the anticipation is the worst part. You know, you wake up and you take a breath and you take a step in a, in a reality without those toxic people, without those toxic things, um, it hits different. And it's supposed to hit different because life feels like a different experience when you take the time to actually respect yourself and see that respect through on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I think the best way I saw that summed up was in the tweet. And the way the tweet went, it was criticizing people who keep flying a Confederate flag. And it said, uh, you know, you can't argue that Satan isn't pretty important to the story of Christianity. But if you had statues and paintings of Satan hanging from the walls, we might question people who walk in who don't know, might question what it is that you worship. So, yeah, when you have... Uh, signs that were designators of a particularly insidious type of hatred. Um, and you say, it's about my heritage, and that heritage lasted, you know, one-sixth of the time that the Simpsons has lasted. <laughs> um, it might be time to consider what that heritage truly means. You see it. And on that note, I think we are going to take ourselves a little break, and we will, but we will be back with you very shortly with HBCU Confessions and general all-around fuckery. Hell yeah. Hey, this is Bree of Mama Meets World. Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, coworkers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Let's get to the questions. Yeah, let's get to the questions because between that damn brother and, and, and the mess, I, I don't feel like being mad tonight. Well, let's start with our favorite school. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Y'all want the ultimate example of pussy power? After just one night with me, I got a man with a Confederate flag tattoo to agree with BLM. Queen shit right there. My girl said I can make a Trump vote for Biden if I had him alone. Fam you. Of course. Mm. <laughs> of fucking course. <laughs> I said our favorite school. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna spoil this. Most of these fashions is from Fam You tonight. Yes. Yeah. Part for the course. Oh, I needed this. I'm just gonna I feel like I'm just gonna spend the rest of the show asking for Buzz Bunny and that saw to, to pull right up. <laughs> Come on, reformative pussy power. Come on. Do we believe her? No, we do not. Of course not. Of course um, not. 
Because men. Not, not on this show, you know. I mean, ooh, I almost said something. I am so glad I caught myself because otherwise I would have been putting the sound edit in right there. Um, but yeah, we we yeah, some somebody out there believes us uh, HBCU fashion, but we don't. No, we don't. Do also, by the way, question the integrity of a man who can be swayed by sex. Yes, which I mean is honestly ninety eight percent of men, but yeah. Yeah, if all it took was a smidgen of coochie for him to give all that up, then uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm glad that you feel confident in your pussy, my love, but uh, it ain't enough to turn a, a racist into down for the cause. So yeah, no, use that, use that pussy power to manifest a man who's worth a damn. Okay. Yes. Yes. Be the collision you want to see. Be the collision <laughs> you want to see. Indeed. All right, next one. I'm seeing this guy. He's not my boyfriend, but we've consistently been having sex raw, so it's kind of serious. I've asked him a bunch of times, but he refuses to eat my pussy. I drink my water and eat my pineapple, so I don't know what the big deal is. Is this a deal breaker? Fam, you. Can you run that one back? Because these fucking fireworks over here, man. I will run it back for you, my friend. I'm seeing this guy. He's not my boyfriend, but we've been consistently having raw sex, so it's kind of serious. I've asked him a bunch of times, but he refuses to eat my pussy. I drink my water and eat my pineapple, so I don't know what the big deal is. Is this a deal breaker? Damn, oh, girl, dump his ass. What the fuck you waiting around for? <laughs> right? Like, right, I don't know. Like, you I mean, have your answer. All right, y'all not together. You got, like, the easiest out. I mean... You, you don't owe him anything. Just, just walk away. Just How you fumbling your his- pussy? Like too many pe- people love fumbling on the one. This is uh, listen. If if he if he won't eat you, then don't let him feed you. All right. I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Let's get it. Like this. Come on, just let Will. that. Let that be what it is. Just move on. Because uh, listen, we just spent a whole episode talking about how the trash been taking itself out. Let that trash take yourself out. Indeed. This this individual thought that they had all the power by, you know, fucking you raw and not having the title or commitment. But the reality is that you have that power. You have the power to just walk away. Right. We're not in a relationship. And you're not showing up the way that I want somebody to show up. And if he's not eating your pussy, I know he ain't making you come. So there's that. I mean, if he if he is, uh mm. Do some soul searching. Yeah, do some clit searching. Every time. Do do some soul searching before you allow him to do some hole searching. <laughs> you will. <laughs> like, just what I think we just what I think we have teetered over the edge. This motherfucker will just pushes us right over them. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, next one. I ha- I got a friend of mine. Uh, I'm going to read this as is, as always. I got a friend of mine that decided to tell our group that he fucks with Trump more than MLK. We tried to help him, but I think he's too far gone. SMH. Is he, is, is he canceled or do we still try to help this nigga? Hampton. Oh, that's a Hampton nigga? Uh, yep. That's a lot of them. Man. 
Cancel. Probably walking around Hampton. Yeah, that's like, I mean, colleges, like, it's your last, like, ingrained opportunity to find friends, right? After that, it's all work and maybe rec league type shit, but this is the last chance you have to really, like, curate that shit in the way you want to based on a wide pool of motherfuckers. You need to let him go and be lost in the sauce and sit in the colored section at the RNC and um, find some friends who are actually decent people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fold out, cancel. Just delete him out of your group chat and all that stuff. This is not a person who needs to be in your life. Good riddance. Indeed. Indeed. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh god jesus this is this is this is sometimes i just read them and just skim over and i'm just like why why do these people exist but then i realized they exist for us to make fun of them on um on crown of college so next one how do you tell someone quote I can't fuck with you because you have roaches without exactly saying that. Anonymous. Oh, I think you buy him that Quan Mills book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch got roaches. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> this hoe got roaches. <laughs> yes, this hoe got roaches. <laughs> I, I mean... Do that. The roaches had their old story. <laughs> do that. Just do that. Yeah, just buy. Just, don't even buy the book. Just Google that book and show it to them. Just send them yeah, a link. Just like borrow their laptop and like do a couple things on it, and then Google that and close everything but that tab. Yeah, just just send a link to to this Hogar roaches. Yes. And then also send a link to um to Terminex. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, see if Terminix got gift cards and just send them one. Yes. Mm. All right, next one. I told my side dude Happy Father's Day as a joke, and he replied, thank you. How did I find out? Now I'm on the floor listening to Marvin's Room, FVSU, Fort Valley State University. <laughs> Good for you. You play yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> wow this this is this is like somebody approaching you and going hey i have a knock knock joke but you need to go first and then so you go knock knock and then they say who's there and now y'all both stuck yeah <laughs> like, i mean hey nobody only, told you to have a side dude that's really all i got the marvin's room part is what got me personally i'm just saying you could do better I forgot that. Who can do better in this situation? I forget that song exists until something like this happens when I'm reminded of its existence. Yes. (laughs) Marvin's room. Mm. Mm. You hate to see it. Smiles and cries. I remember when Till heard that for the first time. He was like, yo, I'm finna turn this Marvin's room on. Let me see what it's talking about. Then he was like, oh, this is the worst song I think I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, because that's like, no trash, teeth in between, just, just the great first, second. 
Fuck that nigga. Drake, please, please. Aubrey, please. All right. Next one. (laughs) This was actually one that one of our fans added the show page with. Um, When I scratch my mosquito bite, it makes me come so hard. I'm a girl, by the way. Anybody else can relate? Best feeling ever, fam you. This poster is not a girl. Of course, it's fam you. Of course. Why why would it be anything but fam you? You know what? Fam you is one of the very few places where, where, where the poster can say, I'm a girl, by the way. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe they are. Yeah, this definitely reeks of Tallahassee. Cause any any other any other HBCU, you'd be like, oh, it's a nigga who wrote this. This one, I'm not so sure. It could yeah. be some some meddling sophomore named Katrina down there just scratching. His yeah, she just, you know she was out she was outside on campus, you know, in the yard trying to look cute with with you know with a with a thighs out and shit. Now she done got a bite. And that was some nigga who ain't her nigga that she claimed, and she done fucked around and 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 found her uh her her mosquito spot, if you will, and trying to find out if people can relate. But here's the thing, baby, n- n- nobody can relate to this shit. You, this is something you should have kept to the grave, or kept within your bedroom, like your kinks are your kinks. But we didn't need to know this. I wonder if Fam you needs their own confessions page. P- probably, yeah. <laughs> You know what? There's I think just, it's time to start it. FAMU Fashions. Let's go. FAMU yeah. Fashions. Yes, let's go. But who actually wants to sift through those? <laughs> All right. Last one. <clears throat> My boyfriend and I broke up and we both had sex with someone else. We then decided to get back together. We both got an STD and didn't know who gave it to who. So we both just took the medicine and called it good. But now I have an but now I have it again. So he lied or is cheating. What do I do? Graham. Are y'all fucking the same person? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I was about to make a song reference, but fuck that nigga. So, and y'all could probably I, I guess what song I was finna reference. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Fuck that nigga. But the other one, he cool. We talk about him on Breaking Back every once in a while. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, nah, fuck. Yeah, fuck that motherfucker big time. Cause it was on his album. So, yeah, d- fuck him. Right. Fuck I don't him. have no advice for these people, to be honest. Um, yeah, I really don't. Like, I, like, I was about to make a very, very terrible joke. <laughs> like, I, I hope I hope the clinic is, is free at Gremlin, but um, that's about it. That's all I got. I hope, I hope the clinic's open. I hope it's open. I, I hope I hope that this is a backlogged uh, HBCU fashion that predates coronavirus, and y'all got this resolved already. Because uh, mm. better get to it before your pussy fall off. So that's the best I got for you. Well, we know who pussy is not so tender that it's falling off the bone. Oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> You what, a what a callback. What a callback. What a callback. 
That is a callback. <laughs> what a callback. Roll back, if you will. I would have let that one go to voicemail, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucks with it nonetheless. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is it for HBCU Fashions, and that is it for this episode of Crown and Collars. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you are listening to all the wonderful content we have here on Flawless Noises. Perch some merch. It supports the network, um, and um, it helps us keep the lights on. Subscribe to the Patreon. $5 will get you get you most things. $10 will get you everything. $5 will make you holler. Correct. As Bianca alluded to, me and her have content behind the paywall, as most of the hosts on on Flawless Noises do. Um, We are trying to bring you a lot of content, especially in these times, because shit is real. And if you need an escapism, we here can provide that for you with a variety of shows. So get with the winning team. Um, We out here. I don't think I have anything else to add. Will Bianca? To whoever is setting off these fucking fireworks, I want you to know that the Fourth of July is canceled. For real. Correct. Because we sick of this shit. Niggas want some damn sleep, man. This has been the Crown and College Podcast. Bianca. Yeah, thank y'all for listening. Um, not gonna tell y'all to stream a particular artist this time. I will tell you to listen to the music that brings you joy. No matter who that happens to be. And with that, we're out. Peace.